The Sharks have a big lead. They fell apart, but they get the win, the shootout. It's been a long time, but welcome back to Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, Sharks fans and hockey fans all over the world. It is Thursday night, January 14th, 2021. It's been 310 days since the Sharks played a game, and they played a nice epic one in the desert for their season opener of their 30th season, winning 4-3. to Welcome to Teal Town After Dark. If you're new here, this is a live and interactive Sharks post game right here on YouTube. So chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app in our super chat. And of course, follow us on the social, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, you name it, you love it. And of course, find everything here at tealtownusa.com. Hi, everybody. I wish it was for nothing Desert Dogs, but it ends up being 4-3 in a shootout. So much for my foreseen points in that case. I am joined by the guy who spells his name the right way. Eric Landy. Landy, what's happening, bud? Uh, well, just like the Sharks, I guess we encountered some uh, technical glitches there in the third period. But uh, hey, <laughs> um, right. no, it's definitely good to be back. Good to watch some games and uh, yeah, rocking the 25th anniversary and <laughs> ready to talk some hockey, man. Right. It's good to be back. It's been way long time, unless you were following me during the uh, return to play where I covered that all. Uh, but let's get at it. Um, let's get at it, folks. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, you know, nonstop playing uh, going on in, in the game here. Uh, looked like the Sharks oh, just... Are, we're not, I don't think we're live, Eric. What? Uh says it's still waiting i don't know J let's check the stream there for a second because uh i still got it saying waiting on my peer on my page really yeah we'll let let's see because oh let's see did it just start is it uh you just delayed yeah, yeah i think I, I think maybe so yeah uh, Amanda's saying there may be two links. I'm getting everybody, so I, I, I don't get it. Yeah, we are live. Okay. Sorry for that. Technical problems. Uh, plenty, of course. Uh, I know. I'm just waiting for for some weird issue going on there. But we, again, we apologize for the, the issue here. But let's get at it, Landy, shall we? You know, first period, really, I, I thought... I thought everybody was jumping out of the gun. Sharks hadn't played in 10 months, hadn't really had a preseason. They only had like two weeks to get ready. Arizona, they had they were part of the return to play. They they shocked teams, but uh, you know, they didn't go far against Colorado in the playoffs. You know, but you know, the thing is overall, you know, I, I thought they played good early on and it showed early. Hurdle gets um a power play goal after Jalmerson takes a hooking call uh, to make it one nothing. I I thought Hurdle looked really solid, uh, and and everything for that matter uh, so far this evening. Uh, his first of what would be two goals on the night. Yeah, no, Hurdle looked uh, 
amazing. And and I thought that, um, you know, his speed, physicality, everything looked like it was, uh, you know, just just looked like a rejuvenated player. And so uh, to me, that was a really, really good sign. Um, all three of them on that line tonight looked just they just looked like they were on the tips of their toes. Um, John Leonard, I mean, uh, talk about a kid who, um, you know, goes right into the frying pan and, uh, you know, has a two point night. It's 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 awesome to see. Uh, it was it's good to see that he kind of elevated his game and let's, you know, continue, uh, you know, continue with the good work on, on that uh, on that second line. Yeah. Uh, the they made it look really good hurdle looks like a rejuvenated knee i think even ted ramey had said you know maybe the 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 knee is better than we than it has been in quite some time along with let's be honest here landy a lot of rest a lot of uh issues going forward and good to see all around that uh you know that you're seeing a lot of good stuff coming through the team looks like it, it created a different live stream and that's what's going on here but we'll just keep going with this one for the time being and, and make sure that uh, you all will get get this so by all means tell all your friends that we are alive on the air uh we do this after every single sharks games um you know uh just a craziness all around and in quite some time for us but uh, getting back to it, you know, Chikrin, you know, it's kind of funny. The Sharks t- uh, Sharks get a power play at, at 12.31. They score at 12.43. Five seconds later, Chikrin, you know, takes a closing hand on the puck, which is one of those rare ones that you rarely see, uh, and uh, takes it to a, a whole new level. And, uh, you know, that's the thing. Uh it just ends up being a, a, another chance. The Sharks didn't do anything on this one, but right near the, right after that though, uh, right before the uh, three minute to go, Mark Hurdle gets his second, and it's the first assist for John Leonard. Uh, Landy, we you guys talked about it with with Mark uh, over the over the summertime how great this was to see, uh, you know. Leonard gets his first point and assist on the hurdle goal. He would end up having a two assist night, which would tie uh, Scott Hannon for uh, the for two assists in his debut with the Sharks. Um, first off, hurdles goal, and secondly, what do you expect from the kid from UMass? Yeah, you know, for me, I think I was expecting a, a player who was responsible in his own zone, you know, a player who's speedy, um, maybe not the most physical player, but just one of those real kind of Swiss army knife guys. And, uh, you know, going through that, that first period, I thought he, he was like a fish in water. I mean, honestly, or, or in this case, a shark in water. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, exactly. But, um, I, I think, he had a lot of poise out there and he looked like a veteran. I mean, he, he made some plays in that, uh, in the second and third period, um, defensive plays in his own zone that were just key to breaking the puck out. Eric, the other thing that I wanted to, uh, to talk to you about, um, and especially it was evident in that first period was the sticks on the ice, Mm -hmm. the amount of breakups that the team had. I mean, I don't think I had seen, uh, more active sticks in a long, long time. 
I felt like um, it was block after stick block after body block. I, I just thought that there was a renewed sense of, of defense on the team. They were closing their guys off uh, pretty well in that, um, you know, in that in that uh, neutral zone. And I thought their gap control was very good as well. Now, the, you know, the, the three goals We'll we'll break them down. I, I think what we ended up seeing is the Sharks got lulled into the Arizona Coyote game a little bit, and I think that that was the primary cause for, you know, letting in those goals. Um, but I, I think to me, this was a very very good sign in their um, in their defensive structure, and and just I, I was very curious to see how they would come out, what the defensive structure would look like. And the other thing that really stood out to me was that far side winger is coming back further into the neutral zone and coming back further into the defensive zone. So I felt like the forwards were really chipping in. And like I said before, very, very active sticks. It was it was good to see. Yeah. And getting in the in the lanes big time, uh, you you have to. You have to credit to the team working on their defensive structure, which I think that was a huge thing that they were that they needed to do uh, throughout the night. So, you know, uh, it's part of the defensive strategy, especially when the defense is going to be chipping chipping into the offense like like Bugner and Thompson and eventually John Madden when he gets all his uh, visa issues taken care of. So, you know, you credit to that. They looked really sharp at 2 nothing. Then second period, they started getting into penalty trouble. And I know that they had their number one power play, and I know they had a lot of time to test it, especially since Evander Kane led the league in the penalties. But, uh, you know, you have Burns taking a high-sticking call late in the first, and then you had another cross-check to Burns, you know, that uh, Kevin LeBanc, I believe, had one. Yeah. Um, and I believe it was Joel Shellman was the, was the, uh, was the fourth penalty. So... I think that that is just kind of a little bit of a or I think it's a symptom of rust, uh, to be quite honest with you, Eric. Um, you know, and, and I think that at least with the Burns penalties, at least you can say that when he took those penalties, he was being physical. Right. Right. I, you know, it wasn't that he was wasn't shying away from the play. You know, he he, he really got a good hit in on that cross check. Um, and and so. Those are the kind of penalties I don't mind, but the ones that really drive me nuts are are the you know like Shellman's and and LeBanks. LeBanks was just lazy. Yeah. Right. I mean, he was just throwing his stick out into the zone to try and break up the pass. Really, in that specific spot, he's really got to move his feet. You know, he he can't just try and lean over now. I will give you he was kind of in an awkward position because it looked like he was kind of almost leaning up into the boards and then right. kind of contorting his body to get his stick back into the zone. Um, however, if you know that you're not going to be able to get to the puck, then you just you need to you need to have um, uh, you need to have faith that the far side defenseman is going to come back over and cover for you. But, yeah, in, in that position, that was a, that was a really tough one to to take in my opinion yeah no I, it was a tough one and you know and then it leads to that 2-1 goal which they eventually credited to Connor Garland on the power play from Dvorak and Chikrin 
you, you just but they they look like like last year they look like they had everything under control and then they would take the penalty you know LeBanc for the tripping call early in the in the in the third period then then the no call where I, I don't know how the heck they missed that that Kemper literally used his skate blade or not his skate blade excuse me his stick blade to clear the puck out and w- was outside the trapezoid the trapezoid yeah it's like where how did how did you change your mind on that one that was an egregious call that got missed eventually like half a minute later they get another power play but you know uh nothing would come out of that Evander Kane beautiful beautiful play uh on there to uh make it 3-1 and you know considering everything that he's gone through something good for him uh and, and you know that was a huge weight off of his shoulders yeah no Evander Kane played with a lot of speed tonight uh he played very physical um and, and really on that on that breakaway it didn't start as a breakaway but he used his feet he got moving and he created separation and when Evander Kane has uh you know has that fire lit under his ass he is a tremendous player. I mean, and so when he plays with that kind of of uh, gusto, mm-hmm. then he's going to be scoring quite a bit. He's going to be scoring quite a bit. So it was good to see him, uh, you know, get the three points tonight. A- again, this is going to be, um, you know, maybe maybe hockey can be the outlet for him, you know, because his, his, his personal life's a little chaotic, but maybe hockey can be that place that kind of grounds him. And if he can continue to stay in his game, continue to really uh, play off of his strengths, then mm-hmm. it's going to be a good season. It's going to be a good season. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think like I think in a way that's the sense for Vander overall is what we feel for us hockey comes back it's a thing that we need to distract ourselves from considering everything that's gone on in the last 10 months or the last 310 days without hockey um to the 72 or excuse me 74 of you thank you for jumping on over to this side uh major technical errors um you know caused uh some issues early on so we apologize for that but we appreciate it if you haven't hit it already hit that subscribe button down below we do this after every single game and we appreciate you joining us in uh aj's bringing in some quotes from from the the uh coaching staff and the players uh let's get to some of them uh bugner leonard hey well for his first game i'm almost kicking myself for not putting him on the four on three he's earned his spot um and, and you know, we we hear we hear about uh, you know, about the the speed. Denver Doyle, uh, good evening to you. Uh, thoughts on the speed of the team? I thought it was completely on a completely different level from last year. Really jumped out at me. What did you think that Andy? that third line? I I think that that third line really showed a lot of buzz tonight. Um, I think that that's going to be a strength. Ryan Donato uh, came as advertised, very good in his own zone. Yeah. I think he had he had maybe one or two giveaways, um, but they weren't like the egregious kind. You know, they he had somebody kind of backing him up. So 
okay, I can I can kind of get that. But the thing that I, I saw was both him and Leonard use the boards tonight to ice the puck without causing the icing. And uh, again, very veteran, heady type plays that you don't normally see from kids of that age. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's good to see that the fundamentals of what they learned during that compressed uh, – or not off-season, but the compressed camp. camp. Yeah, it had had really sticked. Now, the other thing um, – so, so yeah, so the, the, third, the third line, uh, as far as speed goes, very, very impressive. The fourth line also was very impressive, too. I like Patrick Marlowe. Uh, you know, Sorensen had a really good look at the net. I thought he was kind of crashing, using his body uh, – just more involved in the play than he was last year. Um, so I, I think that that's going to bode well for Sorensen. So I'm liking the makeup of the team. It, it's a, it's a team that is pretty, it, it's pretty speedy right. and it, it's kind of got some feistiness to it. Right. And, and it needs to stay disciplined. Uh, that's one of the things that, that really killed them last year. And granted, again, they had the number one, you know, penalty kill in the league, but, you know, that's the toughest part is to if you keep going to that well, it, odds on are going to break it. Uh, as we get through the rest of the third period where Keller with 3.30 left gets his first uh, to make it 3-2. Uh, to me, I thought there was a lot of puck watching with Kanizhov and EK65. Um, I thought Nieto missed, missed a chance to stop that because he didn't have his head on a swivel. I, I think a lot of guys really could have prevented that and then just crashing the net you need to clear the garbage we learned that from mighty ducks two people you know yep uh, i i, I want to say i need to look at the uh at the the scoring sheet because i believe it was kessel but i thought it was goligowski that got that game tying goal with three seconds left um you know i i, I just thought oh man that's the last thing this team needed was was that backbreaker with with three seconds to go in regulation, uh, they ended up giving it to Phil Kessel at 1956. Um, you know, that's, that's can we a... go back to can we go back to the Keller goal? Yeah. So uh, Knizov there, he gets the he gets the puck, and then he kind of starts to to curl around behind uh, the net, and and in that act, he he kind of fumbles the puck, and EK65 is right there. And EK has to be directing, you know, he's, he's the most veteran defenseman on the ice at that time. He's got to be talking and communicating with Kanisov there. Kanisov, you can understand it's his first, you know, it's, he's only played a handful of games. Right. And, and so he's kind of got some jitters. So really in that specific spot, I would have liked to have seen EK directing the traffic a little bit more. Um, besides that, uh, Knizov and Malosh didn't, they were okay. I, I don't think that they were a net minus, uh, tonight. Um, I, but I also don't think that they really stood out too much. So I guess that that's a pretty good thing for your third pair if they don't stand out in, in either kind of way. Um, Nothing and, and just kind of look out like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy that I thought looked really good on the defense tonight was Mario Ferraro. I, yeah. I think that, uh, you know, he just basically turned the page from last year. And so far as 
it, it's the same story with him. It, it's the continued speed. It's the continued physical presence. It's the really good stay at home, um, but also dropping in a couple, uh, you know, a, a couple of shots from the point as well. So his game is 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 being elevated, and uh, I think the other kind of question mark that I had was was how was Mark Edward Vlasic going to look, and and tonight he was pretty physical. I mean he he was clearing out the crease. Um, you know I felt like he was, you know, in in fairly good position most of the time. There wasn't any egregious giveaways. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know I I. I'd like to see more of that, and and hopefully this is a you know a trend of the steady Eddie again. Right, and, and you hope so. You hope that 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 steadiness, as you say, will help this team in the long run, which it needs uh, to get through this season. Because there were times where uh, games like this did occur, and it ended up being a loss for the Sharks. Uh, speaking of which, Bugner says, you know, we got in trouble halfway through. We made some decent plays and busted through, but there's still another level to our speed game. Uh, Kane was a monster tonight, used his strength and won all his battles. All around him and Hurdle are two best forwards. Um, definitely kudos to both of them. I mean, Kane had a goal and two assists. Hurdle had two goals and assists. And like we said, Leonard had two assists on the on the night here. Um uh, Brian Osorio wants to know uh, your thoughts on Donato's Sharks debut. You already kind of touched on it that he was already uh, looked like a really promising guy, especially if he's going to be centering the third. Uh, no, I, I think I think Leonard needs to stay where he's at with Hurdle and with uh, and uh, with Hurdle and with Kane as far as John Leonard goes. Mm-hmm. And so far as Ryan Donato goes, I, I like him on that third line. I, I think he brings. Um, a little bit of skill. I think he also brings a little bit more defensive awareness uh, in his own zone. So I think I, I really like that out of Ryan. And then you, you've got Nora Gregor there, who's got a little bit of uh, a little bit of size. Um, he's also got a really great shot. I, I'd like to see him shoot the puck a little bit more. Um, but I think I think he'll he'll kind of. I think he'll grow into that. You know, I, I'm I'm not so worried. I, I think, to me, this is the most cohesive that the team has looked in 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 quite a long time. They they have an identity, so to speak, and that identity tonight was was just speed, 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 speed. Yeah, and, and that's something that the Sharks needed uh, for a number of years, and it, and it showed. Uh, trying to get through all the chat comments. Thank you all to the 90 that are watching. Uh, if you haven't already, of course, hit that subscribe button. We'll really appreciate it. Of course, hit that notification bell that will recognize that you will get a notification when we do go on the air and when, you know, mistakes that happen, uh, happen, you'll be able to catch that on there. Uh, Michael Demofsky, uh, I thought Jones started off strong. Uh, they should be feisty after last year. Um, holy S, there's no Landy laundry in the view of the camp. <laughs> we went over that. Oh, yeah, the, the yeah, preview. yeah. Check it out. It's it's actually a solid wall back there. So <laughs> no uh, no green screen in it for Landy. But uh, no, I, I I totally agree with you, Eric. I, I thought that um, Martin Jones looked really good tonight. To me, he looked like the quiet Martin Jones again. Yeah. You know his his. Feet were not 
moving. He didn't seem to have that anxiousness that was really plaguing his game last year. I felt that he challenged when he needed a challenge. I felt that he stayed propped up in the crease um, more often. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't revert to the butterfly you know, as quick. Um, so I thought positionally looked very, very solid. It, it just night and day difference uh, to me. And and he was really spending a lot of time with Adam Francilla on his footwork. And I think you can definitely see that. And, and really, you know, from a goalie, it starts with the bottom up. You know, they, they say, oh, you know, goalies are probably like the worst skaters on your team. But in actuality, you got to start with the foundation when you're a goaltender, meaning your skates hitting the ice, making sure that you've got good angles. Um, and then, you start working on okay. You 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 get into your your um, starting position. You make sure that your um, you know that that your vision is is good and you're tracking the puck. Right. I thought he tracked the puck very very well tonight. I mean it it showed on that two on o um, breakdown in, in the three on three. I we'll, I know we'll get there in a minute, but um, but yes, to me. He made the saves that he needed to make uh, tonight. I mean, even though he let in three goals, he he had a 919 save percentage. And, you know, 919, if you can, can carry that through, that that's that's playoff caliber goaltending. And, and considering his stats from last year, uh, you'll take 919 every night uh, would be great. Uh, Hockey Mom, I think you know her landy a uh, 15 dollars <laughs> super chat of course if you donate with the super chat it's great of course if you want to hit us on venmo at teal town usa we get 100 of the money that gets donated to venmo here uh continuing down on on uh the chats here we're trying to get caught up I, uh, matthew swanson was saying i felt our defense was a little hesitant tonight uh, there were some issues here th- there you know uh, Burge F seven nine uh, Burge seven F ninety one. Excuse me. You know what about Ferraro's role on the third goal though? Yeah, not exactly. Like I said, we need to clear out the garbage there uh, for sure. Uh, Josh D's looked like the old pickles again. I still feel he was hurt last season. Uh, you know it's. I I thought it would be, you know be a little iffy but i thought it was like pretty good uh for a night on like that and if you don't hear any mess ups by pickles that's usually means a good night for him uh justin denny john leonard is fast good god it's refreshing to see some speed on this sharks team we've had guys on the wrong side of 30 for the longest time <laughs> yes and and i think you know just just to cop one more uh you know place one more accolade for the for the youngster there is that, um, you know, John Leonard, his comparable was Joe Pavelski. And that is some mighty large, uh, mighty large gloves to fill. But to me, John Leonard was, is, is quicker. And I definitely quicker. (laughs) And I think that he's got maybe, maybe some more adept passing than Joe did. So, you know, I, I would say that, you know, I'd like to see what his scoring touch looks like, how he how he's going to get his goals. But if he continues to play like he did tonight, he's he's definitely going to crack his first NHL goal. I, I'd say within the next 
you know, within the next four games, yeah. wouldn't surprise me if, if he gets a goal, um, you know, on the sheet. Um, and then quickly, I wanted to just kind of run down the uh, the time on ice stats for the defense because uh, we had, uh, you know, we had a couple of people asking us about the defensive game. So Mario Ferraro, 21 minutes tonight, uh, clocking in the big minutes there. Mark Edward Vlasic, 26 47. Uh, Nicholas Maloche, five minutes, 43 seconds. <laughs> Someone yeah, took that... over for the Joachim Ryan uh, of the defensive unit. Yeah, exactly. Um, Eric Carlson, 32 minutes. Now, Eric Carlson did play uh, four minutes of power play time and then four minutes of, or uh, no, I think it was three minutes of three on three. So right. his his stats are a little inflated. Yeah. Knees off 10 minutes, 53 seconds, and Burns, 27.45. So, I like that Bugner definitely spread the love there on the minutes played. Mark Edward Vlasic and Brent Burns clocking in under, you know, under 28 minutes, which is which is good. Um, I'd like to see them. I, I'd like to see Mark Edward in the 25 minute area. And I'd like to see Burnsy in like the 26 minute area. Um, but I think that that's going to get better once Shemek comes back and you've got a, a little bit more. Uh, cohesiveness throughout the defensive pairings. I think right now we're still seeing a little bit of uh, a little bit of tweaking, a little bit of mix and matching. Um, so I think it's going to be uh, the defensemen are a little bit of a work in progress. Mm-hmm. But I think that they definitely have the pieces there. I think that they definitely have the pieces. They there. definitely have the pieces there. And when Shimmick gets back, and, or if eventually you know you get a call up, like say they do try to get a call up eventually down the road. Or, or even just in the future with with Ryan Merkley, you want to see those minutes kind of balance out because, you know, you can't play Eric Carlson 32 minutes. You can't play Burns, you know, 27-45, you know, even with 56 games. That's going to be an issue coming down down the road because that's going to be a problem uh, if this team wants to return to the Stanley Cup playoffs, which, you know, many have said, there's no way that's going to happen. Um, I, I think I think you have to make sure that everything stays balanced. Now, granted, these guys can take on those minutes, but you don't want them to to hurt it too much. So, uh, yeah, Dave uh, Denver Doyle, excuse me, asking uh, about Pashnuk or Middleton uh, drawing into the lineup. It wouldn't surprise me if we get maybe a. a, a uh, a Middleton for Maloche kind of swap. Um, I think Kanisov um, played. I, I you know I think he played good enough to to earn another game. Right. Um, I, I don't think he was was horrible. I mean, just his stats. I mean, uh, one shot on goal, two hits, three blocks. Uh, you know that was, you know that was really good. A really good sign from for him. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Maloche draws out of the lineup and we, we see a Middleton go in, I think. Um, insofar as the time on ice for the forwards, really, really balanced here, Eric. There wasn't anybody that topped over 22 minutes. Okay. So Evander Kane topping in at 19.28, Patrick Marlowe at 10 minutes, 29 seconds, Ryan Donato, 12 minutes, 12, uh, 22 seconds. Sorensen, 11 minutes, 47 seconds. Timo Meyer, 17 minutes, 29 seconds. Couture, 1937. John Leonard, 1314. Joel Shellman, 1207. Tomas Hurdle, 2157. 
Kevin LeBanc, 15 minutes, 57 seconds. Noah Gregor, 14 minutes, 30 seconds. And Matt Nieto, 17 minutes, 48 seconds. So very, very well balanced. Yeah, well balanced on the forward side, which is always good to see. Uh, you know, you you can roll with four lines. And definitely no reason not to roll with four lines, in my opinion. Uh, Chris, hey, good to see you, bud. Hope you're doing well. Uh, they got to correct the breakout. The That first pass was an issue all night. I was watching the Coyotes broadcast, and they kept calling that out as a strong area for the Desert Dogs. Uh, to me, the, that could be something that you know just wasn't ready to go early on, and maybe if there was a... Uh, a you know, full camp, full season. Maybe that's some of the little nuances that you might have seen. Um, you know, the, you might have seen rectified in like preseason and such. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think that that could be a small adjustment type of thing too. Because remember, we're now kind of in the baseball style of uh, series, so you know it's going to be about who's going to be able to adjust um, to who in that next game. So I think that next game is going to be very, very interesting to right. see how Boogie kind of shakes shakes it up um, and and kind of attack. You know how he's going to attack the Coyotes going forward. So I, you know, I I wouldn't be too worried about about that um yeah. I, I think that there were overall i think that just in in general there were a lot of positives in this game yeah and, oh, and good yeah and and i think that that it showed us that you know this team can compete i mean mind you it still is the, the arizona coyotes right so yeah. we're we're not going to get ahead of ourselves here but Definitely showed a team that that was competing very hard. I mean, at the at the the first two periods, I thought that they were changing lines so rapidly, and they were rolling four lines. And and to me, when I see the Sharks rolling their lines, and I'm seeing these quick shifts, and I'm seeing really good changes, that that mean that tells me that the team is mentally in it. And then. And that third period, they kind of got away from that. You started to see extended shifts. You started to see the Coyotes kind of pin them back into their own zone a few different times. I think it was kind of in the latter part of that second period going into the third period. But, um, you know, like I said, it was it was kind of uh, the Sharks getting lulled to sleep by the Coyotes, which they're known to do. Um, And so it's just going to be interesting to see how that what the adjustment is there for the coaching staff to kind of remedy the, uh, you know, the, the, the going to sleep or the, the sleepy shark, you know, in that second period. So yeah, it, it'll be interesting, but I think we have a, we have an overtime to talk about. Pucker. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, but let's get to some of the super chat donations too. Again, we appreciate the donations. This always goes back to the show. So we appreciate you immensely. Josh D's uh, glad to see post game live streams. Again, the podcasts are great, but these mean hockey we appreciate it josh uh we we have the passion and we love it phantom 0044 also making a donation we appreciate that you know uh fanatical teal bleeder i miss when cali owned the pacific yeah i I totally totally uh on there for sure but uh you know uh brian osorio yeah arizona is a quick young talented team offensively especially with their great passing not too disappointed with our defense. Should have been worse. Yeah, I could definitely uh that. Mad Cow Jr. with a $10 Super Chat donation. Leonard, though, I 
got high hopes for the kid. Don't think he'll be a Crosby, Ovi, or McDavid level, but for sure will be a top 30 player in the league. That is some high hopes, and we're not trying to trying to page uh, well, <laughs> hey, but, panic at the yeah. disco, but Leonard really... Yeah, no, I, I, I think that Leonard came in a little bit more mature than your standard college player. So I think that that's going to pay off for him. And I think his development and I think where, where he could go, what his ceiling could be. Um, I think about um, like a Connor Sheary or I think about uh, – who else would be kind of a, a winger in that mold? Maybe like a, a Patrick Hornquist or, or something. I don't know why I'm right. throwing out penguins left and right. But um, <laughs> Or, well, yeah, former no, penguins because Hornquist is with the Panthers now. Right. That's 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 true. Um, and, and so I think that, that he's going to have a really good ceiling. I don't know that he'll be a top 30 player, but I think he'll definitely be a good player. Yeah. No. Oh, and and by the way, uh, your tax dollars at work, people. All of those super chats, uh, you know, got Landy uh, <laughs> a new background. So <laughs> those stipends finally kicked in. That's good. <laughs> uh, 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 you know, uh, Chris uh, GWS saying, you know, I'm curious if the new baseball like format makes for better matchups, or if we get bored with an opponent. I'm hopeful that it can ferment. Uh, a little more rivalry and more become more like a playoff series. And considering that the first two playoff rounds, you're going up against these same opponents, you're going to know this, know those teams inside and out. Uh, it can be, it could end up being nasty ones. It could end up being, you know, games where you know everything and know every nuance. You use that to your advantage, and it can be, be cr- crazy though. But you know, kind of like getting back to overtime, you know. Big ups to Jones on that two on O save. I mean, he deserves serious props for that one. Landy, that was an unbelievable one because when it was two on O, I thought this game was over. The Coyotes were going to complete the comeback and we are going to be pissed as F on it. And Jones came up with a big save. And and outside that first goal in the shootout, he he shut it down after uh, after a. Uh, a minor collapse, we'll say, at the end of of the third period. I I, I totally agree with you, Eric. I I think that you know Jones Jones just looked poised. Yeah, he he just he just looked like nothing was bothering him, which is a total one eighty from from two, you know, from the last two seasons. Because you know when he got. Uh, maybe a goal that wasn't wasn't as clean that went in on him or you know he he messed up or whatever you could you could see through his mask and you could see his eyes darting back and forth back and forth back and forth and he just had this anxious energy about him and and you could look at it in his footwork where he just didn't seem to be very sure on his skates to me he always seemed like he was playing too far back in the net and just being very hesitant. I did not see any hesitation at all. I, I felt like this was a guy who really could feel in the moment, uh, you know, his, his strengths, you know, going 
going with his gut instead of kind of pre-anticipating something. You know, it really a guy that's just kind of he, he just let his natural instincts, um, you know, take over and, and got out of his own head. And and maybe that that's what it is. Besides, you know, besides being physically fatigued, he yeah. might have had a lot of mental fatigue. Yeah. No, it's absolutely uh, from all the games played is what I meant from the last, you know, two and a half seasons. You know, he's he's played. Um, I think him and Holpe have played neck and neck for the most games in the <laughs> NHL. So, uh, you know, I, I, I could buy into the fact that maybe, you know, maybe the brain needed a reset there. Yeah. And, and, and the fun the fun part about it, too, is. Yeah, is that you had this rest and you had 10 months off, you know, so. Yeah, you're not going to have any excuses for any injuries. The concern, of course, we'll talk about. We can talk about Shimmick, but we'll we'll let him heal and get back to things. And it sounds like he's going to, you know, get back to things. Uh, you know, hopefully soon by the time they get to St. Louis for their two game series this week. So uh, he did have an MRI, and there's no structural damage. For everybody asking or anybody wondering about Chemek, is he did have the MRI, no structural damage. You know, I he's just going to be. I think he's going to be hampered for the rest of his life with scar tissue. Um, you know, with scar tissue issues. I know yeah. that some people and 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 some players react better to the knee surgeries than others. You know, we just have to look at. Joe Thornton and the way that he rejuvenated after his, right. uh, or you look at Tomas Hurdle and how he's rehabbed and rejuvenated, uh, or you look at a guy like Milan Malholic who had oh, it boy. done, and and after that he was never the same player mm -hmm. again. Or Rafi Torres, basically after he put the cadaver MCL in his uh, in his knee, he didn't play again. Right. So you know it, it really is just dependent upon the body, and. I hope that Redeem can can gain the confidence to put, you know, more weight on it, you know, to really, you know, flex it and to really push it. But if he's having it, I, it depends on on how how hurt he really is or, or how injured he really is. If, it, if it's like a like a soreness nagging kind of thing, then right. then I have some hope. But if it's some <laughs> serious pain, I, I wonder I wonder about his career. Yeah, and that's a concern. It is in in Chris when we've talked about a hurdle injury before. He's mentioned in the past for his uh, knee surgeries for that. Josh D's with another donation. I probably can't read the whole thing, but we'll get through it. You know what, Landy? You're right. I never thought about. It. He looked like a virgin. We'll just leave it there for there. <laughs> uh, Chris, you 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 wanted any last final thoughts on on this game before we get to. The, what apparently everybody's waiting for. Uh, reach around. Uh, apparently people have wanted, I wasn't even thinking about doing it this year, but you know, again, thank you for the donations. You know, please consider Venmo. So Google doesn't take all of it. Teal town USA on the Venmo. Uh, but you asked for it and you wanted it. And we're here to deliver for you. It is time for the wraparound. I say wrap round, you say reach round. Same thing. <laughs> we'll just quickly go over these because, of course, you can 
do it at hockey jerk. <laughs> Hashtag cancel the reach around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Capitals win six to four in Taylor Hall's debut in Buffalo with those beautiful newish, oldish uh, Royal Blue jerseys. They they win just, just plain better, just plain better jerseys, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Hall did get a goal in his debut. Dilly dilly with the first of a year. From uh, Shiri and Lars Eller on the wrist shot in the second period, uh, good on good on Dilly. Hope he, well wishes to him as he begins uh, his first full season in DC. Bruins win in the shootout over the Devils three to two. In that one, Marshawn gets the opening goal in that one. The Battle of New York that goes to the Islanders four nothing as um, I almost said Ian LaPerry here. <laughs> Lafreniere makes his A debut, but the Rangers get shut out at home. Uh, 3-0 in the final. The Hurricanes over the Red Wings. Uh, although I thought, I thought it was really, really good on that one. Uh, you know, so uh, Jets beat the Flames. That's a good one for the uh, in the Pacific. Uh, the Knights were winners over the Ducks for sure. And so that is that with going on in the nhl i think the wild, kings had wild, the wild yeah. yeah the kings wild win in, in overtime four to three that one just went final there so that being said uh we have a game on saturday afternoon it is a 1 p.m start against the same desert dogs to finish up the two game series um could devin dubin get get the start you know we saw some of that with uh vancouver playing edmonton Braden holpe uh, got got things go- got into the first game, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that uh, Thatcher Demko got in there. I'm trying to pull that up here. Yeah, that uh, yeah Demko got in on the on this one. So whoever whoever it is, you know, would you like to see Dubnik get the start, or would you rather go since Jones played fairly well with a 919 save percentage? To do that, uh, go with Dubnik or you go with Jones. What do you think? Um, well, you don't want to you don't want to crush a guy's confidence after he had a good night, but you also want to set a precedent for shifting and and sharing the load. So, to me, it it's probably it behooves uh, Bugner to throw in Dubnik, if not for just anything else than than kind of you know shaking it up and and letting the the Arizona Coyotes see a different goaltender you know um because to me again I'm 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 a little I I think the jury is still out for me on Dubnik that that seven nothing teal or that seven two teal and white game um where he just got shellacked uh did not really uh inspire a lot of confidence so, but, but then again, you, you do want to get a, a veteran goalie in there. So I don't know, you could, I, you could make the argument either way, but I think we'll probably see Jones again, yeah. um, is, is what I, is what I think. And, and Eric, I mean, it, uh, before we go any farther, I think we, we got to talk about jerseys since we're both the Jersey boys here. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kachina peyote Jersey, man. 
<laughs> nice. Beautiful. And, and I love what they did because it is the Coyote's 25th anniversary. A silver outline instead of the, of the burgundy. Nice touch. I, I think that the, looks the really... The Crescent Moon logo at yeah. the center eyes. Yeah. Very I mean, nice. Good to see the Coyotes embracing what really worked for them. Uh, lo- you love to see it. So in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher. Uh, you can see all of them listed down below, whether it's Apple, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Of course, we would love for you to hit that subscribe button. Uh, we appreciate over the 2,130 people uh, that subscribe to our YouTube channel. And, and of course, like we said, we appreciate you, you listening on the SoundCloud or the Spotify, TuneIn or iHeartRadio. We're always there. Uh, on there uh, we've had some great interviews uh aj's interviewed uh with ted ramey i interviewed randy hahn uh who haven't we interviewed yeah ex- <laughs> you know i think the only one that we're missing from the broadcast team right now is brett hedekin so uh uh we'll we'll see on that but with that uh john john welcome back teal town usa to the super chat donation appreciate it as always but with that um well um, Landy, Landy, <laughs> Landy, did, did you go away, Landy? <laughs> uh oh, I I think he I think he jumped over to the Discord server right now. AJ's put the Discord uh uh the Discord a link in the in the live chat, so the conversation will continue over there on the After After Dark channel. Appreciate each and every one of you, and until next until next time it'll be saturday at 1 p.m which means we'll be on probably around 3 30 so until then keep it real keep it teal keep it real teal have a great night every